Blog Talk Radio. morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host, and we thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at yieldtothekingministry.org. Well, welcome to today's episode entitled, Knowing and Fulfilling Our Destiny. And today, we have in our studio, Damon J. Brown, our special guest, who is from Seattle, Washington, and is a very well-known artist locally. So I'm going to let Damon go ahead and greet the listening audience. Hello, my name is Damon. I'm an artist from the Pacific Northwest region, um, close to Vancouver, Canada, if you don't know where that's at. Um, And it's a beautiful day today. It most certainly is, isn't it? After we had our winter snow season, we've got bright sun today. Well, Yes. So our episode, Knowing and Fulfilling Our Destiny. So that is, it's going to be a good episode. It's going to be quite challenging, and I hope that people get a lot out of it. But before we get started, I want to go ahead and and read our promotional material. Life is not simple when we do not know what it is we are supposed to be doing. The unknowing gives gives way to floundering, groping around in the dark, trying to figure it out. When we finally realize our destiny, life becomes more intentional with something to strive for and reach. No longer are we afraid to live, dream, and set goals. Psalm 37 and 4 says, delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. I have a a quote that I'd like to uh, read, and that is, if a person is living out his destiny, he knows everything he needs to know. There is only one thing that makes a dream impossible to achieve, the fear of failure. That's a quote from the book, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. And that's a book that was published back in 1988. And basically the theme of this little novel was follow your dreams and listen to your heart. So Damon, Before we get started with our interview, tell us about Creative Lou and your most recent art debut. Okay, Creative Lou is a company or a brand, I should say, that I put together to showcase my art. Um, It is uh, always something I've been wanting to do for some time, but it's not until recently, uh, and we can go into that story later, uh, that... I no longer was afraid to pursue this career. And once I did, I had my first art show about a month ago, followed up by a second one, and the reception was overwhelming, supportive, and just great. Mm. 
Yes, I must say it so myself because I did attend. And so you have prints that are available. And where can people obtain your prints or at least uh, look at them and kind of get a feeling of the type of artwork that you do? Where can they go to, to, uh, to see your prints? They can go to creativelu.com. That's C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E-L-O-U.com. And the site for purchase will be open March 1st. Okay. And your prints are there to see, too. There's a, there's a tab for prints. And uh, that actually Correct. is in the promotional material. Yeah, there's a, you can access the prints to the promotional material. Okay, right. that's a nice segue for us to learn more about you, your destiny, and desire to become an artist. So first, I want to ask, you know, what, what type of, there's all types of different art and artists out there. In what category would you put yourself? Um, I, I would call myself an artist. I would just say that my style is a blend of um, classical, um, comic book, and graphic. Um, probably a blend of all three of those things. Probably some of probably some of my favorite uh, three different categories I enjoy the most through my career. Mhm, mhm. And and you actually went to school and and majored in in art. Is that correct? What what is your degree in? Um, BA in fine arts with an emphasis in visual design. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of mm-hmm. like graphic graphic based. At that time, things were starting to go a little more digital. Um, so I was probably the first in that in that program. Mhm, mhm. Yeah. So you're an up-and-coming artist, local artist in the Pacific Northwest, but your desire uh, is to go global. So tell us how you became interested in art, and what are some of the ways you expressed your creativity in the beginning? I think when I was little, I was known, when I run into people that I went to grade school with, you know, people are saying, hey, you're still you're still drawing. I remember when you used to be in class and you used to doodle on all your papers and your homework assignments. And I think at an early age, I just fell in love with it um, from shapes and comics and just different visual things I used to see. I used to be mesmerized by the cartoons on the cereal boxes, uh, the cartoons that were on television. Um so I think that is where it kind of started. And I just never got bored of doing it, um, erasing, wrinkling up paper, starting over again. I just never got bored with the process. And even to this day, I can get lost in it for hours. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So so you came up during the 70s, and you consider yourself a yeah. comic book kid. So, And I'm sure that you were looking mm-hmm. at comic books that have some of the characters back then that we still look at and see today. Except for they're, today they're on the big screen, aren't they? <laughs> right, they so, are. <laughs> I mean, like name some that you, you remember from the 70s that are still around today. What are, what are some of the characters? Spider-Man, the Hulk, Superman, Batman, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Pretty much all the ones you probably see on the silver screen today. Okay, okay. So what was it about comic books that spurred you on? Um, the thing about comic books is I was able to look at them, um, and they were able to tell a story. I was able to follow the story without necessarily reading the words. 
So it was almost like the words would support the images and the images would support the words. Um, and mm-hmm. if you've read comic books, there's a lot of pages where there's, it could be a whole page of illustrations, but it can only be a few words on it. And I just mm-hmm. enjoyed how visual elements could tell a story just as equally as somebody narrating it or writing it. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, that that makes sense. And that's so that's kind yeah. of the 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 field of animation. Is that correct? I don't know a lot about art, but is that that's animation? Is that correct? It's it's, it's animation when it comes to life. Uh, but probably just call them panels or two D. Uh, art when it just looks to go into comic books. But that was another mm-hmm. thing, too, was that you could take a 2D panel in the way that you drew the characters or drew the characters from different perspectives or different angles. Also, you were able to bring a flat surface to life with these with these visuals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quite, quite interesting. So yeah. from looking back over your life's journey, from the time you were an early age, until now, what are some of the artistic milestones that you have been able to achieve along your path? And then share with us some of the barriers and challenges that you faced and have had to overcome also. I think um, from an early age, I think some of the earlier milestones were people noticing that I was into to art and asking me to do draw various pictures, you know, probably from a young age. Um, As I got older, those people or clients that were asking me to do things became uh, the stage, I could say, was was bigger. Um, I was asked by the Seattle Washington Utility Company to draw some illustrations. Um, I've actually done posters for plays, and as my career went on, I started doing things for major uh, major corporations. I was actually able to start a career in graphic design and using my illustrations um, all the way up until today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've been able to grow as I've gotten older and my skills have gotten better uh, and more people know of my skills. I've been requested to do various projects. Mm-hmm. Any barriers or challenges that you face that you can think of? I think the barriers and challenges I faced were there was points in my career where I probably didn't think I was good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There were barriers and challenges um, when you realize when you do things for other people that you are kind of you're being hired to draw something and put their vision out there versus my vision. So mm-hmm. it took some growth for me to kind of understand that they're hiring my services, but they're hiring my services to execute their dream. Um, so it took some time to kind of to learn, okay, at this point I'm kind of being used as a tool. Um, I do have the ability so I can help, but it's not necessarily my vision. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's some of the hurdles. Uh, yeah, and then um, style. You know, I had a I had a particular style, so it didn't really translate for a lot of people. So I just developed new styles and was able to adapt and and just expand my ability. So now that I can do a various very uh, a variety of many styles. So. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, so you you've been able to develop your own style, and you've been able to adapt that style to meet the needs of your clients. Are there any particular yes. um, artists that are favorites of yours, or a particular genre that has has influenced your work at all? I think in the beginning, I was inspired by Jacob Lawrence, mm-hmm. um, who was an African American um, artist painter. And I think I was drawn to his style because he used bright colors, but his art also was kind of based off a lot of shapes. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. I like Henry Mat- I like Henry Matisse um, because of his use of color, but he also had a sample style, but he used a lot of color. And Andy Warhol, for the pop aspect, he was able to uh, bring a more commercial style to the artistic, uh, to the artistic field. And then Keith Haring, who kind of had a more of a street style, urban style that was kind of simplistic, but he was also able to turn it into art. And I think all these people and many, many others inspired me to say, Hey, you can do what you want to do. There's no definition necessarily necessarily on art, but it kind of showed me a variety of different styles that I could do. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to that quote that I read in the beginning by Paulo, uh, Paulo Coelho. If a person is living mm-hmm. out his destiny, he knows everything he needs to know. There is only one thing that makes a dream impossible to achieve, and that is the failure, the fear of failure. So, and I also want to read one, one passage, and that is a, a scripture in Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. It says, for I know the thoughts that I have toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Verse 12 says, then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. Verse 13 says, you will seek me and find me when you search me with all your heart. Damon, let me ask you quickly, uh, because we are almost out of time, where does God fit into your life in terms of your destiny and the dreams that you've dreamt and have pursued? He plays a major part. Um, he blessed me with the skills to be able to draw or to be able to translate people's ideas into um, artistic expression. I think um, all through my path now, there was definitely signs along the way um, that he was encouraging me and pushing me into this artistic field. And I think Maybe I didn't see those signs, but recently now I, I, I see those signs are starting to show up more clearly. And, um, yeah, it's just opened a lot, a lot of doors, a lot of blessings. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the big part. Okay. Well, that 30 yeah. minutes went by very quickly, and I just want to say thank you very much for coming in and sharing your journey and your dreams and your goals and what you're accomplishing uh, with us today. And in closing, I wanted to say, what is it you or I are supposed to be doing in life? Have you asked yourself that lately? What brings you joy? Where is your passion? Think about it, pray about it, dream about it, and take the next step. Do yourself a favor. Don't put off until tomorrow what you can start or do today. Life is meaningful, and we should live it to its fullest. Be intentional 
and glorify God. And with that, I want to say God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. Damon, you want to say anything? Thank you for tuning in, and definitely don't block the signs of chasing your dreams that God is showing you, and just pursue and trust in him, and things will happen for you. Amen. Thank you very much, Damon. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks.